this is not for you. We were never going to allow you to do this. So here I am outside this house trying to find an excuse not to go in. And I could, without a word of exaggeration, I could actually feel my DNA. I could feel the blood rushing through my veins, my pores that were saying, you are Irish, Scottish, working class. You are going to get found out. You're going to walk through that door and like some TV entrapment program, they're going to jump out and stick a microphone and a camera into our face and go, <laughs> we were only tricking you. Hello and welcome to Pep Talks by The Kindness Hub. My name is Heather Miller and I'm your host and the CEO and founder of The Kindness Hub. It is an absolute pleasure and privilege to get to spend some time with you today. There are so many incredible people in this world and this season two is all about them. So buckle your seatbelts and put your bottoms in your seats because today you're in for a real treat. Hi, um, I'm Miles McCormick. I'm from sunny Glasgow in Scotland. But at this moment in time, I'm talking from the Walkajara Art Gallery at the Cultural Centre in Uluru. We're about 100 to 200 metres from the rock. I've just met Heather and we were exchanging some stories. And during that process, something came back to mind from 25 years ago that I've hardly thought about since. And it was how I actually got into art in the first place. Very quickly, um, I surprised myself, uh, having had no experience in the art trade whatsoever. But I found myself sitting in an open-top Jaguar outside a huge mansion in the suburbs of London with a painting that at the time would have been probably three quarters of a million dollars. And I was trying to find some excuse to not go in and speak to the client. The reason for that, as perverse as that sounds, is because I come from a working class background. My mother cleaned offices, my father was a bus driver, and I was not the type of guy who would be expected to go into the art trade. I was expected to be a bricklayer or an electrician or a doorman and punching people in the nose and so on. And instead I found myself in this car trying to find an excuse to not go in. Um, grew up crippled with shyness and as I say with very little education and um, I guess my parents, God bless them, they just had no ambition in terms of, they, they wanted to play everything safe. Now it sounds embarrassing now, it sounds preposterous, but you have to understand this was absolutely new territory, barriers being broken, my own personal boundaries being broken. And rather than making the phone call and explaining that my grandmother had, my grandmother, I should say, had been kidnapped or fallen under a bus, I took a big deep breath, then took another big deep breath, and on my third deep breath, got out of the car, walked up to the house, and put on a performance that I can remember every single microsecond of. And we'll, this is now, as I say, 25 years later. And to cut the story short, not only did I sell that painting, but there was a few other hundred thousand dollars worth attached to it. And I walked out of there with a cheque in my pocket that was probably for more money than I would have expected to earn the entirety of my life at that point. Drove away and it was all smiles and um, good feelings. But I got to the car, got into the car, drove around the corner to Wimbledon Park and sat there for what probably might have been the best part of an hour. 
contemplating what I had done, the barriers, the personal barriers that I had broken through, all the while imagining that that ancestor of mine telling me, you should be digging ditches, you should be rewiring houses or a bricklayer. And I felt as though I'd broken a spell, and that spell might have been a couple of thousand years old. And at that moment, I recognized the fact that no matter where I went for the rest of my life, no matter how successful I was going to be with my life, both emotionally and financially, I was never, ever going to be in a position to do this again for the first time. That first time, that, that barrier broken, that hurdle jumped over, has kept me in good stead now for the rest of my life. And now, as opposed to being concerned about stuff like that, I'm this crazy now who runs towards the flames. The challenges, the things that people say, don't go there, oh, be careful, you'll make a fool of yourself, you'll get found out, you'll fall short. Well, you know, to hell with that. It now just seems childish and preposterous. And of course, every now and again, there's a little one taps on your shoulder and says, <clears throat> just keeping you in your place, just keeping you in touch. But you know, it's now brought me here to Eulara. It's now brought me to an Aboriginal community. And I'm able to, having had that fortunate life, give a little bit back, play a part in keeping this ongoing. And if for no other reason that one day in the car, this is what it was for. I love it and I'm glad to be here. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find more out about The Kindness Hub at www.thekindnesshub.com. Here you can buy pebble packs, which are a really cool way of paying it forward and making the world a better place through individual acts of kindness and really corny jokes. Wherever you are in the world right now, we hope you're having the best day ever.